The views and opinions expressed by guests on the TWBC podcast are solely those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views of nor constitute an endorsement by the host, TWBC, or the advertisers. National Championships, Confederation Championships, World Championships, major professional events. For over three decades, he has been there for many of the sport's greatest moments. And now he brings you even closer to the movers and shakers in the world of high echelon tournament water skiing. From the founder and creator of the Water Ski Broadcasting Company comes the TWBC Podcast. And now here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings one and all, and welcome to this latest edition of the TWBC Podcast. My name is the aforementioned Tony Lightfoot. Glad to have you on board. Recording this podcast uh, from uh, from Sunset Lakes, the home of International Tournament Skiing, uh, Jack Travis Ski School, however, whatever you wanted to call it. And a lot of people here are preparing for the World Championships, and one of those folks that is preparing for the World Championships represents Chile. His his name is Martin Labra. How are you doing? Hello, Tony. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm feeling pretty good, pretty confident for, for Open Worlds. Excellent stuff. Now, you come into this event uh, having scored some world titles already this season. Tell us more about those. Um, yeah, in, back in August, we went to under-17 and under-21 Worlds. Um, yeah, I won tricks and overall uh, in under-17 and... I finished second in tricks in under 21. Oh, excellent stuff there. So you have a lot of confidence, uh, some great form coming into this event. Kind of tell us a little bit about your uh, your your origins into the sport because, you know, I never really knew too much about you before the Junior World Championships and and the uh, the over 21 World Championships, maybe one or two tournaments. I might have seen might have seen you when you were like very very small. But uh, but yeah, tell us your story. Um, I started skiing at four, like with Tony Miranda. He's the husband of my mom, so I started skiing with him in when I was four. Then I just I didn't compete that much. I was like training a lot, no tournaments. And then back in 2011, I started skiing much and much and much. Then and then 2018, I started competing, like in tournaments. And then I went to Worlds. Two hundred seventeen worlds in Spain in two thousand and eighteen, mm-hmm. and then I started like competing in in much tournaments. And then this one was my first big tournament, like a really big tournament, the under seventeen worlds. Okay, so you represent Chile, which is now really starting to become a world power in the sport of tournament uh, water skiing. Uh, you 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 you're, you're smiling there, in so much as to as to confirm that statement, you know. But it's it's been a it's been a long road uh, for the for the for the Chileans uh, to uh, to get to this point where where people are starting to say, "Hmm, Chile, yeah, they're they're they're, they're a strong team," you know. Kind of kind of give us a little bit of an overview of what the Chilean program is like and what and what what steps it's taken to get from where it was to where it is now um we started like a bunch of kids like skiing a bit and then in 2020 we went like for six months to here to to usa like for training like with Tody and pipe and then they 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 made a really good group like with very good friends so we're super good friends between us and we can we can ski like pretty good like Chile is looking very, very compete, like very good for for the next years. 
Okay, so uh, let's go into the specifics of your of of your, your tournament skiing. Obviously, obviously the uh, the best event you do out of your overall package is the is the tricks event. Uh, kind of give us an idea of what your runs look like, you know, and if you've got anything special planned for the World Championships if you make it through to the twelve skier final. Yeah, I just changed my run. Um, my best run is eleven one eleven one hundred. Um, but now I change it in, and it is eleven seven ten. So eleven thousand seven hundred and ten points. So you di- you didn't go into the specifics. Are there are there are there are there tricks that are there tricks that you want? Which tricks are you going to take out and replace with what other tricks to make that happen? I'm gonna take out the wake fight back and wake fight front, and I'm gonna put the skin fight back and skin fight front. Oh yes, okay. That's that that sound that sounds definitely a little bit more like it. You know. A lot, a lot is spoken about the Trix events and its resurgence. You know, there's a lot more. There's a lot more eyes looking at the Trix event and it's gaining in popularity. Do you feel that way, or do you think that that Trix as an event still has a long way to go to uh, to to kind of uh, you you know to dispel any any of the uh, any of the properties you know that keep it from being you know having its profile raised. Yeah, like trick is going like super high, like very quick, but it still have a long way to go to like be at the at the same level as a slalom. You know, like there's like ten pro tournaments a year in slalom, and there's like two or three of tricks. So it's still a long way, but it's getting there. Okay, so you're looking for for passes over eleven thousand points, and you no, know, and you're the you're the junior world uh, tricking champion. Uh, what it, what are your immediate goals? I mean, obviously you're at the World Championships here, so obviously getting to the top of the ladder is 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 the ultimate goal. But but realistically, what are you looking looking to gain from these championships and the Tricks event? Um, in Tricks, I'm hopefully to get a top ten. Um, a top ten will be very very good. Um, but still, like I wanna be like top seven or top five. Okay, okay, that's some that's some pretty that's some pretty lofty ambitions indeed. Your next next best event is jump. Uh you uh, you made it uh what where did you place the jump in the junior world? On my place ninth. You placed ninth for yeah, for, yeah, things kind of got a little bit out of hand there in the final, didn't they? Yeah, the conditions were not that good, so I was not jumping that good and in the prelims I jumped pretty good. I I finished fourth with jumping at 51 54.1. Mm-hmm. And that's, that jump was pretty good. In the finals, I jumped like forty nine meters, so it was not that great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, 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 there was a huge drop off between what you did in the elimination rounds and the finals. But I mean, having ha, how important is it to have someone like Totti Miranda help you with the jump event? Because I mean, because I mean, this guy has like won professional titles at like the Malibu Open and at the Pan American level, and uh, and and I mean, he's medaled in a number of good events. You no, know? so how is it important? How important is it for you to get his experience and you know make you better? Um, he's great. He's always teaching me new things every day. He's like getting my mind set up for a next competition, like for worlds. He's like telling me have fun, but go hard. Like he's always giving me just a tip every day, like and change everything. Now I don't know about you, but I mean I I I see I see uh, Totti Miranda walk around, you know, uh, get prepared for his no 
to no seeing him smile and actually have fun is a rarity i mean he i mean he he kind of ha he kind of has that real serious demeanor about him but you're tell you're telling me that he that that kind of disguise is what he uh, he actually is you know no yeah he's serious he's a serious guy but like when he always wants to have fun like he has fun but he's seriously like he always want to be like good and like perform good so if he doesn't do well he's like pushing hard to another tournament to push it to be better and better okay okay i can definitely understand that so so going along the other uh, the other coach uh for uh, uh he is the head coach it it, it was it was kind of brought out of retirement, wasn't he, Tange Bene? You know, how important has he been in your preparation for these championships and maybe the tournaments before? No, oh, yeah, he's he's a great. He was with me back in 2018. He went to, he was with me in Chile, so he taught me a lot of things. Then he came back now this year with us to for Worlds, and he's getting me like he's he's working more in my like in my head, like to keep focused and don't get like like stress and all that thing. So he's teaching me a lot of things. He's very important for the team because he makes like the team feel like more confident for for these worlds. Okay, so let's just say you're on the dock and in slalom, which out which out of the three events you are, you obviously need to pick up points on because compared to tricks and jump, uh, you 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 actually didn't make it through to the slalom final in the junior world championship. So. I uh, mean, not necessarily. It, it was it was a necessarily a bad thing so far as the overall, because you actually eventually won it. But obviously, you want to pick up a slalom. Let's just say that you're about to go on the water for slalom, and I'm guessing Tange is going to be right there next to you before you get get into the water. Typically, what what kind of magic words or 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 things does he have to say to you before you do that? Um, he always say like, "Have fun," and like he always say like impress everyone like do the best of you can and try to impress everyone okay okay i can i can definitely gel with that i mean it's uh it's a little bit more simpli simplistic than uh than than i expected but but then again some of the some of the best coaching in the world is based upon sim simple principles right yes he's very clear and what he want to do he's like short short verses and he always say like do one thing and He's very like short of words. Okay, so let's let's break out a little bit from Tange to the entire Chilean team a little bit. We obviously mentioned Totti and in, in a little bit, but I mean, I mean, not only is there the Chilean team, but there's a whole bunch of Chilean skiers that that, that have utilized the wildcard. I think, I think actually, with the possible exception of the United States, the Chileans have more wildcards than almost every other nation coming into this championship. So, is is there anyone else that kind of stands out for you a little bit, both in the team and among the wildcards coming into these world championships? Yeah, of course, there is Valentina Gonzalez. Like, he's pretty good. And Agustina Navarro, like, he won under 17 and under, yeah, she. And, yeah, under 21 worlds in jump. Mm -hmm. So, there, there are two, like, both great jumpers and great overallistic. So, they're, they're pretty good. Also, Toadie is pretty, it's like, he's going to hopefully jump far. And we're kind of missing Felipe from these championships. He actually he's injured in Chile right now. Yes, he's injured. He's he's resting. Like he has to rest for like about two months, like to keep like to start skiing again. 
okay, now, now whether now whether you were a wild card uh, for Chile or whether you're on the team, obviously there are challenges making it to these championships. But you know, in these championships, the challenges were even greater with with COVID. Kind of give us a sense of how that has been handled in Chile and what kind of things needed to happen for you for you for yourself and others from that country to make it here. Um, yeah, the um, COVID stuff, it's like a, uh, a kick in... in kick in the you-know-what. Yes, <laughs> yeah, for everyone. But, like, in Chile, we, what we're doing, like, we live in the, in the lake, so I'm inviting my friends to stay with me, like, to train there, to, like, we can train the lake with, with a group. And then that, we went, we came to, to USA in, in April. So we, we were training here in, from April to, to now, like, to... To be a 100% for Worlds. Okay, so the majority of the time between April and now, you've stayed in pretty much within the United States, and so you, so there was no question whether you were able to transfer out of Chile in here in the ensuing months. So that, is that right? Yes, that's right. Okay, so and one i would guess one of the last questions is how how is the sport of tournament water skiing uh, uh, perceived in in chile because obviously you obviously you've there's world champions uh, from chile not only yourself but but also felipe in in, in the past uh, and a lot of other skiers have won medals and stuff like that so is it are your performances and and all of that kind of stuff reflected in national newspapers on television and all that kind of stuff. Kind of give us a sense of what that's like in Chile. Oh yeah, like in Chile, it's everything like soccer, 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 soccer. But always there, like in when I when I was world champion, like it it came for the news, like for television and radio and all that stuff. So it's fun. Like if you do like a good job, like the news is gonna be there. Like you're gonna go out in the news and everything. All right then. So, and also one other tournament that comes up uh, within the next few years is the Pan American Games, which is going to be in 2023 in Chile, in Santiago. It, wow, that's going to be a tournament and a half because the Pan American Games in is like the biggest thing that goes on in Latin America, aside from uh, from Copa Libertadores or the Comebol Championship and all anything soccer, 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 as yeah. you said. But I mean, the next biggest thing is the Pan American Games. So. You're obviously keeping an eye on that. So, uh, what would it mean to you to represent Chile at the Pan American Games? Oh, it will be very, very like I will be very honored to represent Chile for that game. But it's gonna be tough because there is only four four spots for a lot of kids who who are skiing very good. Like I know, like Pipe, Vale, Todi, Ago, mm-hmm. um, all of them are skiing pretty good, and there's only four spots for for a lot of skiers. So the value of you being an overall skier kind of helps a little bit in that regard, yes? Yes, because there's people, so it's not doesn't help that much, but it does help, yeah. All right, then. So we'll, uh, we'll round off uh, this podcast. Thank you very much for joining in. Is there anything uh, you'd like to say by way of a shout-out to your parents or to anyone that supported you at this time? Uh, microphone is yours if you want to do that. Um, just thanks to all my parents, all my family who has been there, always supporting me from when I was little. So thank you very much. All right, then. That was Martin Labra. I've been Tony Lightford. This is the latest edition of the TWBC podcast. And until next time, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. 
Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.